Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing Santa Edition. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And Braden is tearing his face off because his computer's all fucked up. So he's out. He's out yeah. for this recording. Braden's, uh, he's not feeling the Christmas spirit right now. <laughs> I've never seen someone have so much struggle with his computer. It's really sad. This is this is goes for a warning for everyone. If you have a Mac and you use any type of programs, audio related or video editing related, just never update to the next to the next operating system because it always gets fucked up. And that's what <laughs> happened to Braden. He did auto update. He had everything set up perfectly, and now he's back to zero. Nothing works. So he's just losing his mind. Such a bummer. Well, this is our super special Christmas extra episode. So me and Dan are going to take you on a little history of uh, everyone's gonna, everyone's favorite cryptid, we're calling him. Yeah, what, very, he pretty, pretty much holiday is. cryptid. Some giant, fat, magical cryptid who lives in the North Pole. And yeah, I mean, you can't call him anything other than a cryptid. People have been seeing him for hundreds of years, so... I'd call him, I, first off, I soundly believe that, that Santa is real. He is real. I see him twice. Right. So yeah. So me and Zell are on the same page. Santa is real. And we're going to talk a little bit about him and where he comes from. You can find Santa pretty much anywhere right now. Just go walking down your main street. You're going to see 25 Santas. He's around. He's everywhere. He's omnipresent. He's pretty much God. Right. He knows if you've been naughty or you've been nice. So, I mean, we can establish right there that Santa is omniscient. He is all knowing. So that means if if he wants you to see him, uh, then you see him. If you don't, if he doesn't want you to see him, then you won't see him. Uh, right. I mean, I, we, we could probably start out with a with a brief history of what people would call Santa Claus or what you what everybody sees is the jolly, the jolly fat man who wears red. Um, we can start off with a little history. So, uh, St. Nick, uh, as he was known, the, the saint that Santa Claus is based off of St. Nicholas, uh, this was in, they've established that he is a real person. He, he really did live around, uh, 280 AD in Patara, which is near Mira in modern day Turkey. So he's actually based off a real person to start with. Yes. Mm hmm. And this man, uh, Nicholas, or his name probably wasn't Nicholas. It was probably something more regional back then, but we'll call him Nicholas for intensive purposes. So uh, he was born to a wealthy family. That's that we know. And his parents died when he was still young. And he was known for his generosity towards uh, children and the poor uh, in his town. Uh, one of the best known stories about St. Nicholas is that he saved three poor sisters uh, that were um, going to be sold into slavery or prostitution by their father uh, because they were too poor to afford a dowry to so they could get married. So the story is that a bags of gold were thrown in through the windows, uh, which were attributed to St. Nick uh, at the time. Uh, so that the father was able to pay the dowries for the daughters so they could get married. Oh, what a nice guy. Right? Pretty nice story. Um, 
his feast day is celebrated in December, which uh, marks the day of his death, which was December 6th. And that is traditionally considered to be a very lucky day to make large purchases or to get married, which makes sense. Is is that where his giving presents comes from? Uh, Yeah, giving gifts. uh, The whole, some of the story, you know, it's a long story. Santa's a long, been around for so long that a lot of the traditions that we do today and we attribute to uh, Santa Claus uh, kind of get mixed up with other traditions and stuff. But uh, one one theory about the idea of stockings is that the when the bags of gold were thrown into the windows, they landed in the shoes or by the socks that were drying near the fireplace at the time. Right. So that's where you get the get the thing. But also, yeah, you also give gifts around that time as well. Now, St. Nick. Uh, after he became a saint, he was probably, they said that he was the most popular in Europe. Um, he's been around for a really long time. So what is, what is happening? I had discords freaking out at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I'm so many, so many noises. Sorry, Dan. I'm fucking just missed that. What you were saying. Discord just blew okay. up all the sounds at once. So we started using discord to record now. Now that everybody knows. Now that now so we're still we're still struggling with Discord, but we've switched over. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's gonna be some growing pains. Oh, that's funny though. It's like turned off my but, turned off my mic, turn off everything. So Saint Nick has been around for a very long time. He was the most popular saint in Europe, uh, even after the the Protestant Reformation. And after the Protestant Reformation, a lot of like the veneration of saints was. Uh, discouraged around then i guess and um but saint nick still maintained a positive reputation especially in holland they really like him there and so the name santa claus comes from uh saint nicholas's dutch name which is sinterklaas and they shortened it it that, that's a shortened form of saint nicholas Wait, are you, are you sure it doesn't Saint come Nick. from Satan? I'm, I'm like, yes, I'm sure. Are you, sure, are you sure Santa Claus is not, there's just like a different, a perverted form of Satan? I'm pretty I, sure. I've been, doing, I've been doing some reading into the occult origin of Santa Claus. And let me tell you something. It's riveting stuff. It's really riveting how they can, <laughs> how Santa is derived from Satan and it connects all these things in the Bible to be Satan being some or Santa being an occult version of Satan there to distract the world from everything good and just focus on spending money. Is that, I mean, is that not right? Is that not right? Did I go down the wrong path? Well, see, okay. I would go with that. <laughs> I would go with that argument, except for the fact that people say that the celebration of Christmas is supposed to be about Jesus, but the or the birth of Jesus when most biblical scholars agree that Jesus was not born on December 25th or 26th. Uh, he was born probably where we put Easter because most of the evidence in the stories that are about um, like shepherds seeing tending their flocks of sheep outdoors or seeing stars at night, like the weather around that area around Israel is not friendly during the winter it's cold so you would not have shepherds out that outside so most yeah, desert cold 
scholars say that it would have happened probably around where Easter was and that the Catholic Church had moved the day. I mean, this is pretty much a fact, though, that they had moved the day to um, they had moved Christ's birthday or the celebration of his birthday to December 25th to um, overshadow or they were going to try to kind of mix it in with a or coincide with a Roman holiday, Saturnalia, which was already like a pagan holiday, which the Catholic church is kind of infamous for doing is they would take holidays and that pagan holidays, and they would put in something else like a Catholic holiday just to be able to bring more people into the church. Right. So I would be like, Oh, it's just about spending money and it's taking the people away from God. But I'm like, but that's not even the, the real holiday. Like that. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what I would say. Um, because then would you say that, that all saints are perversions of Satan? Like then if, if Santa comes from Saint, like, Hey, I'm, I'm not saying it, but I can, I can guarantee you, I can find you someone who's saying it. Oh yeah, sure. Like there's tons <laughs> of people that are like, Oh, Santa, Satan. Like it's ah, like, uh, he wears red. Uh, and you know, like yeah, he but- knows who's been naughty or nice. And, it's just like yeah, that part. I I mean, that part's more terrifying for me. The fact that he knows if right? you're naughty or nice, everybody. I don't know what his definition of naughty or nice is. Is though, he like? You know? Does he got like some type of like NSA style like magic? Magic up there up north, straight up magic. Just got like straight everyone's calls, everyone's emails. He's got everything, everything you do. Maybe he's got like a magic list. It's like an enchanted scroll. Just like writes down people's names. Maybe he doesn't know, but the the scroll knows. The self the scrolls are self perpetuating. Is always just writing down who's naughty or nice all year long. Yeah, it just keeps writing down names, and then somehow etches it into his into his you know his delivery schedule. <laughs> all right, so somehow how how do we get from this ancient Saint Nicholas to modern day Santa Claus? Well, the modern day Santa Claus that we think of the jolly red wearing. Uh, rosy-cheeked, black-booted uh, Santa Claus is the and the one that you would find on the streets now, ringing bells and at your local mall, uh, having kids tell them what they want for Christmas. This this guy came from pretty much what everybody knows. The story "Twas the Night Before Christmas," which was written in 1822 by Clement Clark Moore, who was an Episcopal minister, and he wrote this long Christmas poem for his three dollar three do- three daughters. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we get the uh, the image of Santa Claus because he was a he was a fat a jolly fat elf, and he wore red, and he had the eight tiny reindeer. And so that's where with the supernatural ability to shoot up the chimney or come down the chimney. Um, that's where we get our, the secular Santa Claus. So somehow they gave him magical powers. We could morph his body into yeah. any shape to go down any size chimney. Indeed. Hmm. <laughs> he is real though. He's a real person and he, f- he's a real person where he really exists. It's it's actually it's mind boggling to me how this man can fly around the world and enter everyone's houses in one one continuous night for one day. Like what he stops time. That's how it works. It seems like stopping time would be his best option. He stops time. He has a, some sort of time manipulation device that allows him to slow down the time and deliver all the presents. 
like within his his time. I mean, and for all intents and purposes, he is immortal. He is a he is a god. He is pretty much a god. Yeah. Santa Claus yes. is god. Yes. Santa Claus. If he if he is powered on belief, like he is probably one of the strongest, or I'd like you know he's probably one of the best known, because Santa Claus or the idea of Santa Claus is not just uh, set in North America. There are lots of other versions of Santa Claus which are similar. Um, yeah. They're not all exactly the same, but the, some of them are quite similar. Like you have uh, uh, Grandfather Frost, who's known as Diet Baros in Russia. And he's the, um, he's the Russian version of Santa Claus. And he doesn't go anywhere without his granddaughter, granddaughter, say, how do I say this? I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> Snegurachka. Pretty good. Who is the snow maiden. And together they plan New Year's Eve parties for kids and they show up at each party delivering gifts to the children. So, but instead of reindeer, they have a troika, which is a horse drawn sled. So, hmm. I mean, he's got a pretty cool backstory. Apparently, uh, myth has it that he was a wicked sorcerer, but over time turned good and decided to give out gifts to children. He was a make wicked all sorcerer. Yes. Casting fire. He does have a staff. He does carry a staff. Casting fireballs at people left and right. Casting freaking fireball. No, ice magic, dude. Oh, straight ice. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously Santa Claus has cold resistance. He's, <laughs> he's he got lives he's, at the North Pole. <laughs> He's got to be at least, he's got to be pretty much immune, I'd say. Yes, he has cold immunity, so I would say, because he's got to fly up in that sled, like, and it's open, it's not closed, so I was like, yeah, he's definitely got cold immunity. Middle of winter, North Pole, minus, an easy minus 50, easy. Yeah, and I would say, like, maybe it's like an aura, like an aura of cold resistance or cold immunity, because in the TV, in the movies, like if you have people going up in the sled with them, and somehow they don't freeze to death. Yeah, it's just like a. Like it's pro- it's yeah, got to be some sort of magic, a magic community surround, like you know, ten meters, thirty feet around the yeah. sleigh. Yeah, it'd be like his holly jolly spirit that keeps people warm. So Santa Claus is—he's pretty much a wizard, or Santa Claus for Western folk. But there's all druid. Druid. Okay, let's go with druid. I'd say definitely be a druid because he does have animal. He he has talked to animals because he has the the reindeer. So I would say it's a lot of a lot of nature magic. Maybe like part cleric, like druid cleric hybrid. He's he's just the spawn of all these characters. He's the first one. He's the first. He's the first uh, character of fantasy. Santa Claus. (laughs) I don't know if he's the first fantasy character. He gives birth to all magic. This is this is where I don't, this is where I'm going with I it now. Think, no. I don't think he gave birth because he wasn't. You know what? I'm no. I'm, I'm starting a new story of Santa Claus. He's an, Santa an, Claus. He's an ancient druid. Well, if you if you want another story of the origins of Santa Claus, you can always read Frankel Baum's. Uh, it's the Life and Adventures of Santa Claus, which is a pretty epic book. Uh, I haven't read it myself, but I've. Uh, while I was researching for this episode, uh, I went through some of the plot of it and it sounds awesome. Like Santa Claus is, uh, born and like abandoned in the woods and he's taken in by Ack, the eternal woodsman. Who's like, uh, he's a elemental, 
in the pantheon of like gods of this world. And he's raised by Ak the Woodsman and he ends up like teaming up with a bunch of like elves and fairies. And he goes on to fight in some kind of war between like the elementals and this these is evil fucking dope. creature. It's a real story. It's a real book. So this is the version of Santa Claus I'm talking about. Yeah. It sounds it's taken awesome. in by an like, elemental all powerful being and trained in the arts. Right. And he's trained in magic and he learns magic and he has helper elves and uh, he eventually becomes immortal. So I'm going to call him, I'm going to call him the greatest druid to ever live. I, I, yeah, I'd be, yeah, I'd agree with that. Now, if you were to fight Santa Claus, if Santa Claus were to fight other cryptids, what are his chances? Okay. Well, if he were going to fight other holiday cryptids, you have a couple other ones to choose from. So, so if you were going to fight for Christmas supremacy, I say, okay, well, um, you have, well, let's see, I guess evil ones. Was it Krampus? Krampus is one. Krampus is one of the other holidays. I guess he's become, he's become a lot more popular in the last uh, couple of years. Um, I think the first time I saw Krampus was on an episode or the idea of Krampus was on an episode of the Venture Brothers. <laughs> that was the first time <laughs> I saw like the Krampus who's like a half man half goat uh, guy who walks around with a cage on his back to snatch up naughty children and then take them and, and go eat them before Christmas. Yeah. Cause yeah, that's the story of Krampus. He would take naughty instead of taking naughty, like just giving naughty kids a thing of coal. He takes naughty kids and pretty much just murders them and murders them and eats them. So if Santa were going to fight, I mean like Santa would just like Santa would kick everybody's ass, like everybody's ass constantly. I don't, I don't think there's All a cryptid the that could beat Santa. No, Santa is, hey, so we were talking about this earlier, but I said, okay, so Santa, number one, first point, Santa is omniscient. He knows who's naughty. He knows who's nice. That's one of his basic traits. So he's omniscient. So he knows what you're going to do before you're going to do it, unless he has some sort of magical item. But I would say that Santa just knows what you're going to do. Knows everything. So then also second point. Uh, if he can go up and down chimneys, he either can manipulate his mass, so increase and decrease mass at will. Um, so if he can get smaller, I would say that he can also get bigger if he chose to. He's like an ant, or he's he like can an teleport. Ant -Man without yeah, like Ant-Man or and then becoming giant man. <laughs> so or he can teleport. Both are great abilities. So. Anyone trying to take on Santa Claus would be a pretty rough time. Um, I also heard that Santa Claus has one punch power. Is that correct? <laughs> Somebody said that. Yes. Unconfirmed source says Santa Claus has one punch pa power. Similar to one, one punch, punch man. Holly jolly haymaker. <laughs> Just winds it up like a, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> like, a Just like a Captain Falcon. Uh, yeah, I've got this just like this Falcon picture punch. in my head of it. It's, it's, it's <laughs> knock it. Merry knock. Christmas! Knocks, knocks Krampus into oblivion. Like he doesn't even have to move. I would see him just like, just yeah, really just like one punch man. Just <laughs> doesn't have to move. <laughs> so Krampus stands no chance. Uh, Krampus stands no chance. Well, now, um, if, what, hey, if Krampus is a half goat and Santa Claus is a druid... Santa Claus control is Krampus working for Santa Claus at this point. Well, in the stories, like in the original legends, like, yeah, Krampus and like Santa Claus work together. They're not, they're not opposing forces. 
because they just like it's just that Santa is the good part and he's also Santa's a little more lenient which is a chunk of coal and then Krampus has come around just ripping your kid in half eating them snatching them up but Santa Santa (laughs) doesn't really do anything against so I guess you could say back to my point of Santa is Satan because if he lets Krampus eat children he's evil so he's there we go I'm gonna gonna add that to that guy's page (laughs) I'm gonna shorten his 45 pages into this one page, Santa is evil because he lets Krampus eat children. Well, uh, Krampus is not the only holiday creature that eats kids during Christmas. You also have Grilla, which is an ogress who lives in a mountain cave and comes out each year to play kids during Christmas. Um, this is a legend who, is, who comes from, uh, I think this one comes from Sweden or Denmark. And she was, Grilia is, she also has a couple of sons as well, like little evil troll children that run around and do stuff. And apparently Grilia was such a terrifying figure that um, a public decree had to be made to ban the use of Grilia uh, for scaring little kids uh, who are poorly behaved. <laughs> You had to put out a ban for people telling <laughs> their kids that Grillia's got to come and eat you if you're not good. You get arrested. I guess you'd be a fine, <laughs> maybe. Ay, ay, ay. So the holidays are really interesting. So Christmas is really interesting. Lots of fun characters. There's also um, Bellsnickel. Uh, Bellsnickel is a man who is covered from... He's described to be covered in dark furs from head to toe. And he uh, is sort of like Krampus and Santa like fusion because he will leave a soccer shoe full of candy uh, for the children. But uh, if the children are naughty, he'll they'll wake up with a full sock of coal or switches. So, I mean, Krampus also leaves coal, I believe, sometimes. I guess if you haven't been if you've been super naughty, he'll take you and eat you. So he has different levels of naughtiness. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Naughtiness is like a gray area where it's like you're you're nice and naughty. Am I gonna eat no you area. today? Mm, maybe, or I'll be. I know. I mean, cool. there there are variations on Krampus. I know there's some where it's like he'll take them and he'll just like you know cut a switch and wail on the kids for a little bit. And then there's other ones where it's like no, he he fucking eats you. Which has got to be the worst, man. Yeah, bad, like, you get Christmas, you're like sitting there, you're trying to stay awake, and it's like you don't know if it's Santa or Krampus is going to show up. <laughs> like, I'm not sure if I was good or bad this year. It's like, parents are like, mm, were you naughty or were you nice? I don't know. You'll have to stay and find out. <laughs> like, you have to stay up and find out. Like, you know there's some there's some parents around the world who are dressing up as Krampus on Christmas and just scaring the shit out of their kids. I know for sure, and it's a uh, that would. If I had kids, that might be something I would do. If you listen to this before, <laughs> it's going to come out on New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve. So if you listen to this on on the day of someone, please dress up as Krampus, scare the shit out of your, yeah, out of your if children. You have a Krampus costume sitting around, <laughs> yeah, or just you know, you'll figure it out. Get a get a Krampus costume. I'm sure they're around. Scare the shit out of your kids. Take a video and 
I would probably tell my kids, like if I had kids, I would tell them about Krampus. I I would I wouldn't I wouldn't tell them about Santa without having Krampus. Listen, motherfuckers, you think you think Santa's bad? If you're being naughty, Santa's gonna leave you a chunk of coal. Let me tell you something. No, you're just gonna be worried. Oh, Santa's not gonna bring you gifts. Oh, that's not the only thing that's gonna happen. You ever heard of that monster under your bed? Well, if you're not nice, you've heard of something called fucking Krampus. Show him a quick picture. You got good kids for the rest of your life. Just scare him with Krampus. Santa's a little too nice. He's friendly. He's a big, fat, jolly guy. You know, white beard. Krampus. Goatman, pretty much. Krampus is terrifying. Terrifying to look at. There's a lot. There's a ton of Krampus movies. I can't, you know, I don't usually watch them because I can't. I have a problem with watching out of season movies. Like, I can't watch, like, Jingle All the Way in April. I think that may be the greatest Christmas uh, Christmas movie of all time, though. Jingle All the Way. Uh, Die Hard. Die Hard's a great movie, too. Die Hard is the best Christmas movie. Yeah, die, die, the first, I haven't seen the first Die Hard in a while. That is based around Christmas, isn't it? Yes, it does take place during Christmas. Second one does too, I believe, at the airport. I'm trying to remember. I think it does. Oh, it takes place during a snowstorm, sometime during winter. Mm. I'm not sure if it's Christmas. Um, die Hard or Batman Returns. Batman Returns also happens during Christmas. The only Batman I like is Batman Forever. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> gross <laughs> oh man that movie does not hold i up. can't re- i remember going to see that in theaters when i was a kid I was, and even then i was like that was bad that movie was not good i was like this is oh, this is not good i think i think that one had been out long enough that like what is it uh the, the that one came out after the the adventures the adventures of batman the original tv show the cartoon show and I think was this before? What was that? The first live action Batman. That was my favorite one. That was like 1966. Yeah, that one was great. <laughs> With Adam West, just bam, boom, smack, pow, pow. zap. <laughs> For some reason, zap. I always used to freak out when that came out. I was like, zap. That's not the. That's not the sound that punch makes. Mm. <laughs> God damn it! I don't know what else I can talk about. <laughs> What else I can bullshit about <laughs> that Santa was, Claus? That was for that was our, that was our, this is our super special Christmas episode that we were talking it's about. So Santa special Claus. for everybody. Yeah. I really hope everybody's having a Merry Christmas, even if it's not. Yeah, if you're having a great super. Christmas, you're probably not going to listen to this on Christmas. Yes, but if you, or you're going to listen if to you this do. on Christmas because gather gather the family around the the fireplace or. You know, an LED light that looks like a fire thing. I've seen those on commercials. Maybe you'll get one for Christmas. Or the or the, the log channel, the burning log channel on. Or the burning log channel, yes. And you guys can listen to ATT all together. Just turn it on. Join in on your favorite conspiracy theories. <laughs> Make that your new Christmas tradition. Ooh, ATT Christmas. ATT Christmas. I don't know. I got I got nothing else on Christmas. This was this. this was really, I mean, we we're really putting this out. This is a special Christmas gift for all our listeners. We thought we'd put something out kind of fun. This was actually Brayden's idea, so he, he couldn't make it, but yeah. Nah. I'm sure he had nothing nothing more than we had anyway. <laughs> I wish, we had plenty of... I, mean, yeah. I wish we could get him on the phone right now. I want to, I want to see hear how bad he's doing. Wonder, yeah. I wonder if he... Brayden's f- probably not a really happy camper Jack, right now. I am our guy on oh, the internet! Oh, fuck! I figured it out! <laughs> oh, I got it! Sweet Jesus and all that is holy! I am a god! So loud. I am a god! Oh my god. Woo! 
You are peaking beyond recognition. If no, I don't care. Bo- I did it. <laughs> you just blew out right. everything. Oh, I, spilled, I spilled a drink all over myself. Oh, no. <laughs> At least it's not on your, on your computer. Oh man. Oh no. Okay, well, we're, it's a Christmas miracle. It's a, it's a Christmas. Give you, me a second. Give me a second. I spilled booze like everywhere. Okay, well, we're, we're ending the Christmas special. We're gonna pick Brayden up here on something else here. So. So happy holidays, everybody! Enjoy your uh, enjoy your Christmas or your eggnog or whatever you guys are doing. You know, have a have a happy holiday. Happy holiday, happy holidays. All right, that, we got uh, big things coming in the new year. So next one here. Yep, regular episodes coming out regular time. All I can hear is Braden um, in my mic. <laughs> he just yeah. fucking around. <laughs> okay, we're done. We're out. Christmas episode over. Peace. Bye.